If you're in business for yourself, you will invariably get a bad review, whether it's about your product, your service, or both. Is it always bad to get a negative review? It could be unfounded. It could be a competitor trying to throw insults your way to get a competitive edge. It could also actually have merit. We will walk you through one of the most debated issues pertaining to running a business. When you get a bad review, what should you do? Welcome to the Business Buffet Podcast with Ed Bejarana and Phil Anderson. This is a conversation in and around business with a pinch here and a sprinkle there of anecdotal stories. Like most buffets, we will offer the staples, you know, the things that are in every buffet, the meat and potatoes with a cursory helping of veggies. Our Business Buffet Podcast aims to give you the fundamental principles and strategies any successful business needs to know. Please subscribe to the Business Buffet Podcast wherever you download your podcast. We hope you're hungry as the Business Buffet is open and ready to serve. Now, here is Ed Bejarana and Phil Anderson. Hello again, and I'm always so excited when you and I get to sit down, Ed, and discuss everything business. I truly have a blast doing these podcasts with you. However, we don't see each other today. No, we're not. I, I was going to say, how could you be excited to sit down with me? We're not even in the same state right now. Well, we are in the same state. We won't be in the same state next week. But this is something we are actually trying to make sure this works because we will not be in the same state next week. However, we just want to make sure it works. So two weeks in a row, we will not see each other's smiling face. Absolutely. And boy, what a good thing to lead right into Thanksgiving. Did I have I told yeah. you about how much I like Thanksgiving? <laughs> I I think you have. I think you have uh, every week at least once. That's right. And That's when right. we don't even do uh, these podcasts, you tell me too. Absolutely. I'm pretty well aware that you really dig Thanksgiving. Do you go through a big depression after that? No, 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 no. Because then we lead right into Rib Friday, Hamburger Saturday, <laughs> Filet Mignon Sunday. So Filet no, no, no. You know. Sunday. Well, yeah. You know, thir- Thursday's turkey. T for Turkey Thursday. So. Ah, there you go. Yeah, yeah. Gotcha. Oh, now I'm super hungry again. Every time I do one of these, I try to come in with a full belly, and now I'm hungry again. I appreciate uh, you always doing that to me. Um, anyway, I think you know this about me, Ed. I'm typically a positive person that tries to stay that way all the time. But today, we're going to get negative. It's all about the bad. Reviews, that is. How should you handle bad reviews? Now, Ed, I know you to be a perfectionist at some level, especially when it comes to serving your clients. You methodically think of everything that could go wrong and plan in advance how to handle those situations. But I don't think anybody can think of everything. Even you have had issues that has left a client maybe unhappy or dissatisfied, right? You've, you've received a bad review in your business life, haven't you, Ed? I I have received a few of them, absolutely. So when I came up with this episode topic, I was initially thinking about how destructive a bad review can be for a business. It's rare that we hear about good things companies do, but if it's bad, it can go viral. Is there ever a time when a bad or negative review is actually good? You know, actually, I just had... Uh, yesterday, I had a discussion with a client of mine in Oregon. Um, they had received a phone call 
from a client who was failing to pay and they didn't want to pay and they were threatening a bad review. So I'm going to, this is kind of a sideways look at it, but here's a good situation where a bad review can kind of prep the, or prime the pump, if you will. It just so happens to be attorneys that they were threatening. And when they asked me my advice, I said, sue them. It doesn't cost you anything to do it. <laughs> and so did they take your advice? <laughs> well, they're, they're working it out. But no, actually, in, in all seriousness, yeah, I, I have seen a situation where a bad review actually helped out. Uh, I work with a school in uh, Portland, Oregon. They, they're uh, a nursing school, uh, I guess caregivers, a caregiver training institute anyway. Um, and they received a, a negative review. And, of course, being their web guy, I get the post, I get an email as soon as the negative review is posted. And if it's something negative, I contact the client immediately. really doesn't matter what time of the evening. I'll send them an email and send them a text prepping to get ready for the response. And this one particular negative review was something that was actually unbeknownst to the management of the school. It was something that was being done by an instructor. So, uh, you know, in this case, it, even the bad review was a good review because management wouldn't have known about this any other way. It would have been preferable for the student to come into the office and complain rather than taking it to Google. But we responded with a, a kind thank you. I appreciate the input and we will fix the problem. Right. It's, it's a, it's a, such a dicey situation. Uh, you, you gotta go through and, and, and look at every aspect of the bad review. Is it just a troll? Or is it a competitor? Or is it really something that's um, to be aware of? Uh, well, you know, and it, it kind of falls in the area of reputation management, obviously. And, sure. you know, small businesses get land blasted from their, mostly their competitors, but just a disgruntled person. Um, you know, they call, they get a bad price, and then they take to Google and they're not even a customer and they're giving you a bad review just because they didn't like the price. But if we look at the bad review, I, I think, from the potential opportunity here, this is free marketing because people are going to read the reviews. And if you respond to the reviews, they're going to read your response. So somebody who oh, somebody who complains about the price Boy, I just look at that and say, man, that's a gold mine. Thank you so much. I appreciate that. You know, we're not the cheapest because we provide high quality service and that service costs money. While I appreciate you're probably not in the market to be able to afford it at this time, we work with a discerning client who really values the uh, throughput or the service that we offer or something of the sort. So I, you know, even a an offhanded bad review from somebody totally unrelated, if you look at it from the standpoint of how can this help my business, you, you can go viral with negative. What is it the good news takes uh, time to get around the world and there's something, boy, I'm chewing that one up. I'm going to edit I that out. Just, I am, no, I don't <laughs> think so. I'm just like sitting way back and well, well. dig yourself. Deeper and deeper. That's right. Usually no. I'm the one that does this. <laughs> That's right. No, it's bad news travels around the world before good there news go. even gets the shoes on. That's the way it goes. Uh, if you edit that out, we're going to have words. So, um, 
So it's, so two things. First of all, to kind of piggyback on your uh, on the bad review re- regarding p- price over a disgruntled uh, customer or wannabe customer. I have a client who's a like a secondary lender. He tries to get people qualified for loans. I, they jump through every unique hoop they can, and certainly the the interest rates are a little higher. But they're 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 a secondary lender. They they're dealing with people who have a, a, a not a very good credit score. Still need to need to borrow money. They try to work with them, and that also helps raise their credit score, get them back on the right path and the right track, and all of this. But occasionally. They still can't do anything, and these people come in thinking probably many times it's their last-ditch effort at trying to um, grab some money or whatever, and they get really pissed, and they write bad reviews. And a bad review is really everything to do with them and not the company, um, which I think is sad, but that's what we deal with all the time. And you mentioned price. That's the world we live in. Yeah, it is. It really is. Uh, you, You mentioned price. And I actually told this story before. I'll just skim over it again. A uh, nursery that here in town, New Leaf Nursery, uh, got a bad – it was a comment. It was a post that said, you know, you guys are – we'll shop with you. You are too expensive. And the owner of the company said, I, I really want to take this – I want to take this post down. I'm like, I wouldn't touch it. And I, I convinced him to wait till the next day. And he didn't have to wait too long before he found a whole a slew of his current customers that he didn't ask to do this came to their rescue by saying, "Boy, I don't. We have not seen that at all. The service is outstanding. The quality is outstanding, and they are right in line with pricing around uh, other nurseries in the, in the area. So that that's an opportunity. You know, we get this knee-jerk reaction sometimes, and we just want to respond. Quick responses." fine it's great but sometimes you have to just lay back it's like when we're parents right and our kids do something really really bad instead of just react count to 10 right get that, or, get or 100 depending on how bad or 100 was. that's right but do what you have to do to get yourself into a mindset where you're actually speaking um from not from emotion but from a little bit more uh objectivity so, well, you know the new leaf. The new leaf story actually brings up uh, an interesting perspective as well. You, we all have our evangelists, and right. when somebody gives us some critique, they're they're really giving us a gift. the 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 hard part is, is our ego gets in the way. We hear something bad about our business, about our baby, about something that we've worked through tireless sweat and toil to develop. And somebody says something bad about it, we take offense. Oh, for sure. And and really, what we should do is, like you say, take a breath, take a pause. And what I would say is, reach out to an evangelist and say, hey, you know, there was a review just posted here, and here's what they said. It's over on my Google or wherever it is. Mm-hmm. Uh, give, give me some feedback. I just want to do a gut check and make sure that that's not a not a true statement. And then. What you find is that evangelist then tells their friends and they go on to Google review and do exactly what you just said. They go right. on and they land blast this bad reviewer saying, oh, no, no, no. And again, everybody reads at least a few of the bad reviews. And if they see responses right. from people, your, your good news just oh, became a viral absolutely. story. 
Absolutely. And by the way, that, uh, you know, we have really kind of got, got a little off the track here, but it's so true. Relationships play into everything. And I know a lot of business owners that are like, I just want to make money. Transactions make money. Transactions make money. And there are certainly are certain, certain uh, business models that that's the case. You don't have to have any conversation or relationship or engagement with your customers. But, boy, they're few and far between. And the better your relationships are, uh, the better your business will be, the more healthy your business will be. And then you can actually use those relationships in these times. You know what I mean? Absolutely. Absolutely. So um, you and I have a couple of common clients. And I don't mean common like, <laughs> yeah, they're pretty common. No, not that. Uh Somewhere we actually sit in the same room, the same meeting, strategizing how to market their business. A, uh, a recent meeting I was thinking about recently uh, brought up kind of a sore subject to one of those common clients, and that was a bad review. Now, this review is completely false and made up, and it really brought to light how these bad reviews can affect, affect, affect whatever that word is, um, like a company's reputation. Uh, what should... What should businesses do and how how should they uh, kind of navigate those waters when something like this, when it's completely, absolutely wrong? Well, it depends on the industry, but nine times out of ten, I advise my customer, if they can prove that that reviewer's name is not a customer, uh, just a simple response, sorry, you have a perception of a bad experience. We have no record of you as a client. We wish you all the best. Yeah. Yep. The response aspect of that is just so critical. Again, you brought this up before. I need to make sure this is first and foremost in front of people's mind. Well, you know, what happens is we we get in the defensive and we want to challenge the complaint. And what we're trying to do at that point is we're trying to change the mind of the person who wrote the complaint. And my point is, is that's the exact wrong audience. It's everybody else who's going to be reading that review is your and that's audience. my point. Exactly. Yeah, that's – and you mentioned it. It's a form of marketing. How do you respond to negative uh, – just negative, negative, right? Anything mm-hmm. negative. How do you respond? If you don't respond at all, well, that, now you're leaving it up to the person reading the review to make up their own conclusion. That's so, right. By responding, at least you give them a little bit to work with. So what do you, what should you do if you have a bad review that actually has merit? Admit it. Fess up to it. You're right. We blew it. We'll fix it. Call us. Let us make this good. Yeah. I, you know, many times, uh, customers just want to be heard, right? Right. So what kind of a, no, go ahead. No, no, you know, it, it goes down to the adage my dad taught me when I was real young. He says, Eddie Paul, you're not going to be measured on perfection. You're going to be measured on how you respond when you blow it. Uh, that's very true. That's very true. Um, I think that uh, the, the the person wants to be heard. So, like, what we used to do when I ran the valet company is because we would get complaints and we would – make sure that we listened. We did not talk. We listened to the complaint. And we would repeat back what we thought we heard just so that the customer knew we were listening and we heard correctly. And then apologize if we were at 
in fact, at fault, and then ask, what can we do to make this right? Exactly. Now, they could ask for the world. We're not, we're not, uh, we're not saying that let us know what we can do and we'll do it. We'll, we will ask, what can we do to make this right? And most of the time, they're like, it's not, actually, it's not that big a deal. I just wanted to bring it to your attention. And so, again, it's how you handle that is how you're going to be judged. You know exactly. what I mean? Yep. That, because I really think part of being a successful business owner is actually being as self-aware as possible. Take the emotion out. Put yourself in the shoes of the person that's complaining about something, giving a bad review or whatever. Yeah, so try to see it ever, from their point of view. Oh, gosh. That's, and I mean, that is huge. If you can actually do that, that is absolutely huge. How many times do you like to get kind of that knee-jerk thing and then you go, well, I guess if I was in their shoes, I guess I'd be a little pissed too. So, yeah. Is there yeah, any time? Oh, go ahead. Yeah, I mean, again, it's ego. Ego gets in the way a lot of this time. We hear somebody say something bad, and we immediately want to react, like you said. You know, I am missing not being able to see. <laughs> You're on the other side of the of the table there because uh, we have – like eye contact when we do this um, together in the same room. That's okay. It's good. Uh, different different experience. I mean, is there ever a time to hide or even delete a bad review on social? Or yeah. any, uh, you can't do that like on Yelp or Google Review or anything like that. You won't be able to do that. But on social, you could. Is there ever a time to hide or delete it? Well, actually, there even on Yelp and Google and these places that say you can't delete your reviews. If it's if it's just a slander or a libus or a defamation issue, you can get you can lobby at least to get them re- removed. Uh, right. True story. I had a client. Uh, you know them well. They got review bombed, and there was wow. literally hundreds of reviews an hour, and this went wow. on for three days. And oh, I'm ba- I'm basically I spent the whole week just challenging these because they weren't customers. They were criticizing the business owner for something they said personally on their Facebook page. And the wow. the people then took it to their business page and just let into them. And out of the 800-plus reviews that were posted, I got all wow. but two removed. Oh, good. Good job. Good review. That's uh, very time-consuming, though, isn't it? It is extraordinarily time-consuming. Yeah, I, I think I logged uh, 20-some hours just managing oh, wow. those reviews that for that one week. Should we as business owners should should this be expected to have something at that to that magnitude? Absolutely. Yeah, eventually it's going to happen. This isn't a matter of if, it's a matter of when. Somebody's going to do something. The bigger you get, right? Well, it doesn't even you don't even have to be all that big. You could be some obscure little restaurant and because some presidential candidate comes and eats at your restaurant all of a sudden, oh now you're the devil. Wow. Yeah. How dare you serve him, right? Or right. Her? Exactly. <laughs> well, I would say uh, if there is a uh, swearing or like a Ow. comment, complete, Damn it. complete. Sorry. Everything okay there? Yeah. Yeah. No. No. Stop swearing. Right well, I'm glad all you did was say, damn it. <laughs> uh, well, there you go. We'll remove that from this pot. No, we won't because we're going to keep uh, Ed swearing in. I, I think if swearing or off, 
something off topic or completely out of the blue over the top comments, those sort of things, I think you need to weigh those um, as potentially post to delete on social. If somebody's ranting and raving, you know, you, you kind of give them a little platform, but if they keep going and you need to wrap it up or block it or do something. It's, well, you know, sometimes you know, they just want the engagement. So you know, right. gotta, it's a gut it's a gut feel on this one. Sometimes just ignoring the comment is the best response. If it's just right. a, a butthead stupid comment, just letting it sit there uh, might actually do you better because other people that yeah. read that comment, they'll say, oh, yeah, that was stupid. Right. You know, it's really, really easy to make these comments uh, from behind a computer when you're anonymous, right? Absolutely. So, Instead of standing next to the big guy who can punch you in the nose. Right on. So uh, we're going to wrap up with a few points about getting a bad review, what should you do about it. Now, when you get a negative review, don't despair. Take the time to look it over as objectively as possible. Number two, most of our businesses have an element of emotion to it because we live and breathe it. So a bad comment will hurt at some emotional level, but consider not responding immediately, you know, counting to 10 or, as you said, maybe 100. <laughs> uh, number three, don't get into a pissing match unless, you know, you're in England where being pissed has a whole new meaning. Don't get into a pissing match. You'll only be going down to the level of the instigator. And the last wrap-up point, use the rule of three. If your review continues to go over and over with the same thing, consider ending your responses and or remove the person's comment. It's sort of like three strikes and you're out. And you can warn them about this. You don't. Uh, this doesn't have to come out of the blue. Uh, say, you know, thank you very much. We've already gone over that. If you continue this way, we're going to have to just re remove you or block you from the page or whatever it is. So... Those would be our wrap-up points. Anything left from you? Not from me. How about you? You got a quote of the day? I do, but I would like to do a quick review. Can I do a quick review? Of course. It's from a couple of weeks. Yeah, a couple of weeks ago when we did the uh, psychology behind marketing. Mm -hmm. So it's interesting. We do these uh, topics, and then I'm a little bit more aware even after we discuss these things and looking at them and identify them, acknowledging some of these different topics. And the psychology behind marketing was interesting. Petco is in the midst of use, using, like, the fear tactic that we talked about to get people to think about nutrition and the food for their pets. And I think it's something like, let's talk nutrition, come into Petco, right? Um, that's their little catchphrase. But they're using scare tactics. Like, I, I, I saw some, like, they'll have antifreeze pouring down into your pet bowl. And I'll say, did you know there's some parts of antifreeze that may make it into your pet's food? Or a red dye, I think, the same sort of thing, uh, may be found in your pet's food. And I think it's really interesting because there are probably microorganisms of these maybe, but they're putting that fear tactic into it by saying maybe. And we all know if pets drink antifreeze, they die, right? That's absolutely and, yeah, but, you know, the, so, the, for an effective negative campaign, there's always a bit of truth. And, sure. you know, that, that's kind of the reason why it's an effective strategy. Is it ethical? Is it right to do? That's up to your business to make the decision. Me, I don't do that. I don't like doing it either. But uh, it's just interesting to 
see that out there. And uh, I'm sure they'll do okay with it. Uh, when pets are involved, we, we all get emotional, don't we? We do. So, quote of the day. Write the bad things. Now, this has something to do with this episode. Write the bad things that are done to you in sand. But write the good things that happen to you on a piece of marble. That's an Arabic proverb. Well stated. Well, yeah. thank you, everybody. Yeah, We're going to wrap up yeah, here. We want to wish you all a happy uh, business day. Get out there and make some money. See you guys. Thank you for listening to today's Business Buffet Podcast. If you came in hungry for some substantial business nuggets, we hope we left you satisfied. Pardon me. We invite you to visit our website, businessbuffet.page. Until next time, we hope you eat hearty in business. <laughs>